Hello and welcome to the Padawan podcast. It is the final podcast of 2020 and we will be talking about Padawan possibly ending off the year with a win at Unan Berlin, which they did. Um, we'll also be talking about the two matches we missed in Braunschweig and Osnabrück. We'll also talk about the year 2024, Paderborn. Wasn't that good really, but we'll talk about picking out the best moments from it. Um, and they cheered up a year for us, sort of. Anyway, just firstly, uh, I'd like to hope you all had a good Christmas. Um, it was difficult for everyone, but uh, if you had a good one, then um, good for you. Because I did. Marvin probably did as well. Um, but also, if you do want to DM me if you are struggling or whatever, uh, at SAPadabon, and uh, just speak to me. Um, but first, we'll introduce our guest, Marvin. Uh, Marvin, welcome to the pod. Uh, how was your Christmas? Was it good? Hello, yeah. My, my Christmas was nice as well. Especially because the Paderborn wins against, um, uh, against Osnabrück and Union Berlin. But also my um, the Christmas um, itself was nice with my family and uh, the presents I got. Yeah, it was definitely nice to spend time with fan, uh, friends and, and family and stuff. Now, we'll talk about the first match we missed. I did a slight podcast on this branch. It was only 10 minutes long. Um, the first English week of the season and it started so well for us, didn't it? With uh, two goals in 20 minutes. Denis Tabeni scoring his fifth penalty of the season, and then Chris Verick, um capitalising on a poor Braunschweig mistake, and we were 2-0 up, but it seemed like it would be an easy three points, but then it was a very lucky goal from Fabio Kaufmann, lucky deflection, Zingle really couldn't do anything about it, we kept firm, but then Anzui Ajay got a red card, a second yellow, uh, and then we were down to 10 men, for the rest of the game, and then of course, ex Paderborner Nick Proschwitz um, gave uh, Braunschweig a point um, away from Bentelarina. Marvin, obviously, it was quite a few weeks ago now, but I think the mood after the match was, yeah, this is going to be the mediocre season, <laughs> especially after the <laughs> Braunschweig draw. We were dominating the game, and uh, yeah, we bottled it really, didn't we? It was. I don't. I don't think that we were dominating the game. I um, didn't watch it because I had to do sing things for school. Um, and yeah, but I heard from many persons that the sec in the second half, um, Braunschweig was quite better. So um, it was unlucky. Um, yeah, we we could be um, satisfied with the uh, draw in the end because they had much more chances. That's what I heard. I didn't um, watch the second half. I just watched the first half. Um, so yeah, it was of course quite um, um, quite em embarrassing that Proschwitz scored in the end, the ex-Paderborner, and uh, also a bit disappointing that we lost two, the two points. But I think in the end it isn't that bad. We we yeah. don't have to hope for um, getting um, promoted in this Bundesliga now. Exactly. Um, but it's 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 going to be a nice middle um, table season, I think. Maybe with a nice poker um, DFB pokal run For if sure. we um, beat our next next um, yeah, opponent. I mean, there were positives to this match. We lost the last three games, of course. Um, and to get a draw was not the worst result, but we definitely should have got three points. But in a match we did get three points in, a very, very, very good win against Osnabrück. Marvin, this was pretty much must win. We could not lose, and what a match it really was for us. Brilliant 
go from Sven Michel. Yeah, we we were dom dominating the whole game. Um, Osnabrück got a. Um, um, how do you say it? It it was a um, red card. I didn't know if it, like I don't it know if it was clear. a red card. I don't know if it was a red card. It wasn't clear because um, people say said it wasn't a foul, and then other people said um, he wasn't the last man because also uh, there were also other Osnabrück um, players. So um, people were discussing if it is um, just a yellow card or also um, if it isn't even a card because um, yeah because he didn't foul him. I heard from many persons. So um, for me, it was a yellow card because uh, he fouled him, in my opinion. But he um, it was he wasn't the last um, man because there were also two other Osnabrück men um, players. So for me, it wasn't a red card. It was quite lucky that we could play play in um, with one one man more. So um, that that was another reason why we were dominating um, the game. And then. Um, yeah, we had to score a goal, what we did with um, Michel, and like 10 minutes later, um, Schallenberg was getting a red card, uh, a yellow card, and um, which was, I was wondering because, um, yeah, I, I can't exp really explain the situation, but um, it was that Schallenberg is um, having a... Um, is in the... Um, yeah, how do, how do you say it? I have to um, look for it. Um, <clears throat> he's he's he was in the duel with the um, uh, with the Osnabrück player, and then Terracino uh, made the foul. So I wondered why um, Schallenberg is getting the yellow card and not Terracino. So I um, yeah, and that yellow card was the reason why he got the yellow red card. Like two minutes later, that was quite silly that we did yeah. that he did another foul after he already got a, a yellow card. So, um, yeah, the um, <clears throat> red card, uh, for me, the first ye uh, yellow card wasn't a uh, yellow card, but the second definitely was. So, um, yeah, not um, not that um, undeserved to <clears throat> that he got the red card. And then um, the game was about to um, go... Um, to go on that Osnabrück was a bit better, in my opinion. We yeah, ha had another cha chances, but um, Osnabrück was like in the last 10 minutes where we um, yeah, attacking and we had to defense. Um, luckily, we were able to um, get the win over the time. Would be very, um, very unsatisfying if we um, got another, got that um, late equalizer. So I was very happy we didn't, and we won the derby against Osnabrück, so yeah, quite um, satisfying. How big was Sven Michel coming back into the team, and he really did give us an extra, extra man there because Dennis Svenny, we know how good he is, but you know with Sven, if he gets the ball in the box, he's going to put it in the net, and do you think it's very important that we have him back now? Yes, um, I think so because um, I don't know Srebrenica isn't isn't playing a bad season, but I didn't see that many from him, especially uh, putting penalties in the net. So <laughs> I'm a bit um, skeptic about uh, Srebrenica, but I um, yeah did nothing against Srebrenica. But I think um, he missed much changes, <clears throat> many changes this season already. Um, quite against 
I think it was against Osnabrück where he uh, didn't even um, hit the ball right. So, um, yeah, which was, um, <laughs> yeah, which was showing me that he's his shoot isn't that good at, at a, as a thought. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very happy that Michel is back. He also scored against Union Berlin two times and was the match winner, but we are mentioning um, later again, I think. Yeah, um, so I'm very happy that he's back. And also about um, Talhama, that Talhama is back after his injury. I think he's also very important in the midfield. Um, we ha now have very many people in the midfield um, that are consistently um, good, I think. Because, um, we have Schallenberg, Ingelsson, Justvan, who's currently injured. Mm -hmm. No, he, he isn't anymore. He He's back now, right? Yeah, yeah, he I think was... he, he played against Union, yeah. right? He got he gets he got subbed in, yes. Um, and we also got Vasiliadis, who maybe is is um, how is it? he he maybe is um changing Bielefeld, yeah changing. Yeah, may, he maybe goes to uh, Bielefeld in the um, winter. We're not not sure. There are some um, Rumors. yeah, sources that say that he's still um. Yeah, still interested in um, going to Bielefeld in the Bundesliga, but um, yeah, I think we got a qu quite good midfield, and um, um, yeah, w what is what is quite important, of course. So yes. Yeah, it did seem like we got players in like uh, Talhammer, Justvan, and obviously Schallenberg now one of the starting players. It did seem like we were sort of preparing for Vasiliadis to maybe leave. Do you think it would be good if? Not good if he left, but do you think would you not be really annoyed if he did because we've got so many good players there to keep him? I think there, you know. Yeah, you you can keep keep saying what you wanted to say. Yeah, because we've got so many players in the midfield that can um, come in for him, and uh, you can argue Talhammer think... is better now, but I don't know. I think Wasiliadis is a bit better than Scheinberg, but it wouldn't be that big loss for us if um, Wasiliadis goes in the uh, winter. And I think if um, Bielefeld are paying, um, like, I don't know, maybe like one million or one and a half million, I definitely wouldn't be um, sad about him leaving. I think he's a nice person, but um, <laughs> yeah. in uh, yeah, on the on the field, uh, I think we got nice. Um, How's it called? Um, pe people that can replace him, yeah, nice replaces. Um, with Scheinberg, who is, um, he, yeah, who's playing our fir his first um, season in a um, profi profi football in Germany. He he's definitely better than I expected. So it wouldn't be a that big loss if he's um, going to go to Bielefeld, for example, or to another club. But I um, would steadily want him to be. To still to stay at us to stay at us for sure, and the final match we're going to review is probably the biggest. Well, I wouldn't say the biggest, but the most interesting match um, for Paderborn, and it's the first Bundesliga clash we had in the Pokal. The second round we were drawn away to Union Berlin, who are doing fantastically well. Now we'll just maybe talk about actually how well they are doing because they are actually fifth, uh, sixth, sorry, in the Bundesliga right now. Marvin, this did seem like it was going to be a big performance for us to win because Union were just playing are playing brilliant. They 
drew to Bayern, won against Dortmund. It did seem like it was going to be a really tough match for us if we were going to win. But obviously we did win, but it did seem like this. Yeah, I did a tweet to, uh, uh, um, to this already, um, in which I wrote that I... Uh, if I watched it neutrally and not uh, with the um, all of the fan side, where I'm already um, always optimistic and say, yeah, we can we can beat them. Um, I said that, um, yeah, that uh, I didn't expect us winning against them because they played very good against um, Dortmund, Bayern, um, Stuttgart, every everybody except maybe Hertha. Yeah. But they are playing a very good season, so I didn't. Uh, and we are playing. Uh, um, an average season in the second Bundesliga, so I um, really didn't expect to beat us. I was quite optimistic because, yeah, we had nothing to lose in this match. We couldn't be embarrassed, as, um, except we are losing like five nil or something. Um, yes, but um, yeah. So I didn't really expect to beat us, us to beat them. But we did, what was um, quite uh, surprising for me and also made me very, um, very happy, of course. Nice. <laughs> yeah, really was the perfect start. Sven giving us a, a third minute lead, but then they equalised on six minutes. But after we scored, it seemed like we just really had nothing to lose. Then we weren't going to get embarrassed because we scored the first goal. We took the game to them. Then Sabeni scoring after 31 minutes. Then... It was really dreamland at the forest, Michel, uh, Sven Michel giving us another goal to make it 3-1. And then it went to half-time, we were two goals ahead, and you're thinking, you know what, we could do this. You, Union were not creating many chances, um, but of course they reacted, they bring on some players, um, and they scored a really lucky goal in my opinion. Now, um, do you think it was a foul on, on Dorfler? It's kind of 50-50 on this a lot of people saying yes, a lot of people saying no, but do you think it was a, a foul on, on Dorfler for the goal? I, I think it was a foul, and it's very very lucky for uh, Onion fans that this goal counted. So, um, But I wouldn't blame the um, referee on this, because for me, as you already said, that is a, it is a 50-50 situation. So, yeah. You don't have to count this as a foul, but you, can, but you definitely can. And... Um, what you didn't, what I, what I also wanted to say is that when Union players got the one-one, I was, um, yeah, I already was thinking that uh, the game is going to turn out and Union yeah. is going to. It win, did seem like, like that, actually three-one, yeah, and and um, yeah, but then when we scored the two-one, I was quite optimistic that we really can do this. And then three-one, I thought the, we could, we're gonna do this, you know. Three-one, it was, yeah. Yeah, Union doesn't feel like a um, play team playing in the Bundesliga because they're usually a second Bundesliga team. But yeah, we, um, currently they're definitely one of the, maybe not not the best teams in Germany. But um, yeah, they're, they're doing quite quite well in the Bundesliga, so never expected that we can win this. And then after they scored, it, it well, it was very scary going into the last, 20-25 minutes they had many chances they hit the post right on the last second but we got the win and we're into the third round Baumgart said it was a Christmas present and obviously it was quite special for him he used to play for Union um, but yeah it was a, a good win for, for us wasn't it definitely Espe especially to course, prove yes, ourselves um, 
in the um, second half um, after the, the um, yeah what a um, what I want to say that um, is after they've scored the two three I already expected like at the one one that um, they are going to turn this around turn the game around and maybe score this three three and um, win the game in the after time or that they extra time I mean or in the um, yeah or that, that they already do it in the regular regular time and uh, do it like four three but um, yeah they didn't they had many chances especially the um, when they hit the pole in the last minute like uh, it was the, the extra time was um, who was given what was given it was four minutes and it was like 420 or something yeah um, when they um, when the when the ball hit the pole and then the then I don't know who but they kicked the ball away and the um, the referee was um, yeah was ending the game so um, yeah it wasn't quite dramatic quite dramatic end for us um, yeah where yeah I, I couldn't I wasn't able to uh, see this before um, yeah because I got delay on my stream I wasn't uh, when I when I saw the situation I already knew that the game was over because I got the notification it was exactly the same for me I was already writing yeah. the tweet saying full time and I, just, I saw they hit the post and I was like oh my god yeah, yes. I was watching. I think without well. delay or in the stadium, it was it would be a, yeah. a, a quite different situation yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so very very scary uh, last situation, and they had much more changes. Like when um, Hunemeyer was, um, he he um, he was. Should I say it? He was uh, blocking the ball and it was going like in half a meter over the. Um, over the um, cross crossbar. Do you know what, which situation I mean? Yes. It was. Um, I was very, um, uh, very afraid of you know my putting yeah. a, a second own it. goal in the net yeah. and being the um, <laughs> being the how, how do you say the uh, black do you say black sheep in English? Like a. Is it a phrase? No, I have the, not um, heard. Un un unlucky person of the yeah. day. Just say it like this. Um, so it was, uh, um, yeah. Also lucky for Hunemaya that he um, that the that we didn't w lose the game and that he is going to be the person everyone blames on because I think um, he didn't do that many wrong. He had to um, on the own goal. He had to defend it because I think Avuniyi or how he's called from Union Berlin mm. would have. Surely put the goal in the net. He would definitely get a chance if he uh, if Hunemeyer didn't defend the ball, and then it was unlucky that he put it in the own net and not in the um, yeah, over the you know to a um, corner you know. Yeah. Right. Good win for Paderborn. After the break, we will talk about the Pokal third round. We'll talk about who we want, and then 2020. We'll talk about. The best match, best player, most underrated, and the worst match. We'll see you in a second. Welcome to the second part of the podcast. Uh, we're just going to touch on Union a little bit and my opinion on the match. Now, any Paderborn fan would be lying if they said they weren't scared against Union and a lot of people always tell me that 
matches, football matches, you cannot get scared watching it and you cannot tremble, you cannot sh uh, be shaking. But this was really the match because, yes, there was nothing to lose, but especially when we were 3-2 up um, against Union, you could you felt that actually we could win this match and Union were very, they're a very good team. I think they will finish in the top 10 in the Bundesliga, in my opinion. They've got a very good team. Um, and I'm very surprised we ended up winning. Marvin, did you tremble did, in the match? Yeah, def definitely, especially the last uh, 30 minutes or when um, Union scored the 2-3. Um, I really thought they are going to turn the game around. And um, yes, what we also didn't mention is um, that Union didn't play with a second team or a B. Exactly, uh, yeah. Beast. Yeah, Good they point. played with the first team, especially on the on the keeper position where they played with Karius instead of um, Lute. So um, yeah, we didn't beat a B uh, team. What you maybe can think, um, yeah, but we didn't. So we bet the um, a similar team that um, Bayern and Dortmund didn't weren't able to win against at Stadion and Alten Försterei. Yeah. Um, I also did a tweet, maybe you uh, saw it, where yeah. um, with uh, winning at Stadion an der Alten Försterei isn't for everyone, and where um, got that um, wrestled, where showed that wrestled of Bayern, who played 1-1 at um, in Berlin, and uh, Dortmund who lost 2-1 in Berlin, and then us who um, won 3-2 uh, in Berlin. So, um, yeah, quite um, surprising, really, that we um, were able to beat them. Yeah, and it was the last match before Christmas, which is a bit of a cool start for Paderborn. We haven't lost before Christmas since 2012 against Bochum. Um, I was surprised looking back. It wasn't Effenberg who lost last, but good start to have. And definitely before a Christmas break, it's nice to not lose, especially. Not because of this one, but usually there is a couple of months before your next match. So it's always nice to have that Christmas, uh, Christmas food and... See that Paderborn have won. <laughs> yes, um, I can maybe count all the um, games we. Yeah, this time we, uh, this year we won against Osnabrück and um, Union Berlin before Christmas. Last year we won against um, Frankfurt before Christmas, two one. Um, the year before we got a really nice win against Darmstadt, six two before Christmas. Then um, the year before that, we um, we just drew against Halle, but we didn't lose. The year before that, we um, won. It was in 2016. Oh yes, 2016. We um, bet and it, we won against um, Osnabrück 2-1 in the third division. The year before that, um, we played 0-0 against Düsseldorf before Effenberg. Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, Effenberg was the coach, so um, not the loss. Um, the year before that, we played 0-0 against Stuttgart in 2014. The year before that, we won against Energie Cottbus, 1-0 before Christmas. And yeah, the year before that, we got the la last loss before Christmas, 4-0 uh, against Bochum. Quite embarrassing, but um, yeah. So really nice to see that we always can, um, yeah, ha can can celebrate nice Christmas because um, we don't lose before Christmas. 
Yeah, and the first event, actually, of the new year for Paderborn, we'll be finding out who we get in the third round of the Pokal. 3rd of January we is the draw, it's a, a Sunday. Marvin, I have to ask you, who is your preferred draw and who is your worst draw? Who do you not want to get out of any of the so, teams? I'm, I would be satisfied with everyone who is not um, the top six team in the Bundesliga. I'm talking about Bayern, Dortmund... Leipzig, Gladbach, Leverkusen, if they win against um, Frankfurt. Now, to be fair, and Union are sixth. <laughs> yeah, Union are, are t- uh, sixth now, but you know the um, yeah, yeah. The real top six would be with Wolfsburg. And yeah, if we won't get anything of them, I think we um, would have a chance. Maybe against, um, yeah, especially against the teams out of the second Bundesliga. Uh, what are who are on our level, but also against the Bundesliga teams, what we already saw against Union Berlin. Um, yes, of course, we're always the underdog, but yeah, we're able to beat them, I think, because uh, yeah, if we uh, use our cha- if we use our chances like against Union Berlin, so um, yes, my preferred draw would be um, not Essen because I don't want to get embarrassed when <laughs> we lose against them think it's the same thing for you so Definitely. Um, yeah my preferred draw would be Regensburg because I think they're the worst team out of the second Bundesliga who are still in the competition and um, yeah we already won against them in the in the second Bundesliga with 3-1 with uh, Hünemeyer scoring twice and um, yeah I think Darmstadt um, Bochum and Fürth are all um, would all be a harder opponent. So uh, yeah, my preferred draw is Regensburg. Would you, if it did happen, we played a Dortmund, a Bayern, a Leipzig. Would you be a bit hyped though? Because it really is a match for Paderborn. That is nothing to lose. We're gonna try and battle Bayern, Dortmund like we did last season. It was last season. It was a match. We didn't. It wasn't really. It wasn't an it was an important match, but it was like, oh, we're here. We may as well enjoy it. Do you think it'll be that sort of match? We'll try, um, not try and we'll just try and get a result, but play our usual style against the top teams. Do, would you be hyped if we did actually get one of those top six, or do you think it's just a loss? I, <laughs> I think we would have chances, of course, but um, without fans, it wouldn't be that um, interesting to play against a big club. Um, so. Yeah, I definitely don't want to draw one of them. And yeah, I think um, we could have chances like we showed last year against Leipzig and Dortmund when we were able to draw against them. But I think we would go out against the, uh, them in the Pokal. The Pokal. So um, yeah, def- def- I definitely don't want to draw somebody, uh, a-, a team that is um, yeah a top team. Yeah, and as this is the last podcast of the year, we have to review and recap what happened this year. So, what was your best match of 2024, SC Paderborn? Can you say first? Because I, um, yeah, I want to hear your opinion first because before I say it. I would argue probably Union um, because it, I think you have the same opinion as me, but it was nice to win against a Bundesliga team and 
especially after we were relegated against Union. It was nice to beat them, and I think it was a little bit of a rivalry against Union because of Baumgarten. We beat them to the second position. It was just nice to win against the Bundesliga team and not embarrass them, but especially how well they're doing, it was a very surprised win, I think. How about you? Yeah, I think we no, not not embarrassed them, but a bit, a bit. Uh, I would say a bit because um, yeah, they are the Bundesliga club. They we are the second uh, Bundesliga club, so every almost everyone thought we um, are gonna lose this. So yeah, I think it's a bit embarrassing for them, but not that um, if we would play a club that is um, constant, consist, consistently playing in the Bundesliga, um, not like Union who were who are playing their second season. Um, so, yes, what did I want to say? Yes, um, my f- I think my favorite, but, but the best match of 2020 was Union as well. But if um, I would go to the stadium to every match, I think then my f- favorite match would have been the 2 0 1 in Freiburg in um, January, I think, because it was with fans. We won 2 0 against Freiburg. It was our last one, uh, last um, win in the Bundesliga. So, um, yeah, that would be my favorite match if I was going to the stadium then. Um, and my favorite match without uh, to not um, look at the fans is um, the game against Union Berlin. Yeah, we'll keep on the matches and we'll talk about the worst match now. There's been a quite a few bad matches for Paderborn this season, uh, this year, sorry, but it, surely. It has to be Bremen, the 5-1 defeat. Uh, it was a match where we pretty much had to win, and if we won, there's a little bit of hope that we could stay up, but definitely it was an embarrassing result um, against Bremen. I think it wasn't that embarrassing to lose because Bremen just had to win to um, stay in the Bundesliga. and yeah, But it was, of course, embarrassing that we, we were like... 3-0 or 4-0? I don't know how much. We were up at halftime. Uh, not up, um, down at halftime. Um, yeah, I was looking at my mobile phone and just seeing 1-0. And it, no, I didn't. Um, yeah, it was It was for me. Um, I was at uh, at the beach, I think. Yes, I was at the beach and I wasn't on the mo- my mobile phone the first half hour. And I was um, then I was looking at my phone. And I saw 3-0 Bremen and was just like, why? Yeah. I wouldn't be that, um, I wouldn't have been that mad if we just um, were 1-0 down. But yeah, yeah. it was tough to we, it, look it, at Twitter it, after that. It was, one. that, uh, what, what should, how should I say it? The, um, we just got the status of um, not being being one of the best teams that was ever relegated relegated as 18s because we played that good against the big teams. Yeah. And uh, with losses like this, I think we um, lost this status a bit because, yeah, it was just embarrassing to lose 5-1. And um, it's, of course, also the this most disappointing match uh, and the worst match because um, it was like the... Yeah, after that match, we could... Um, we could really say that we were relegated, even though we just we um, still had a chance. It was like um, Düsseldorf and Bremen had to just get one maximum one point out of three matches, and we had to win every match. So then we would go to the playoff match, uh, playoff place on 16th, 
So um, we we still had a chance to uh, save us, but it was really unrealistic, and it was it really felt like the um, relegation after this match. Yeah, especially definitely yeah. the worst match. It was it was definitely the worst match for me as well. Now it was the first match. I looked. Everyone was giving us a little bit of respect. Like we played well against Dortmund. We battled Bayern two times, th- three two losses both times. We probably deserved a point in one of those games. You you could argue, but that was the first match where I looked and I, and people were saying Paderborn banter club. Paderborn not good enough. It was really really oops. It was up. It was upsetting because I thought we did a good well with the team we had in the Bundesliga. But that match, I think a lot of people lost respect of uh, of us. Yeah, definitely the worst match. Um, because Bremen were terrible the week before. They lo- didn't they lose to Union or something? Something like they lost like four or five nil, and then they beat us five one. It was it was really embarrassing. Um, I have to look who they lost they, the week they, before. I'm very very sure they lost to someone quite badly as well. We have to look for it. It was online. Thirty first match. Yes, and the week before Bremen, um, nah, just just lost one nil against Wolfsburg. Not that embarrassing. Yeah. But definitely the worst match. So um, I think we could go to the best play of the season, uh, of this year, right? Yeah. Now, before we recorded the podcast, we had a talk about this, and I said Leo Zingley because I think he was the most consistent throughout the year. He always i think he's not really done many mistakes he's always performing well but marvin you think dennis Shaveni deserves it um quite logical really because we got him in the winter and he's scored a lot of goals in the bundesliga and this season of course he um scored five goals in the bundesliga in a half year um he scored against leverkusen bayern hoffenheim he, he scored five goals, I don't know, against two. And especially the one against Manuel Neuer, I think you remember it, where he... Um, yeah. Yeah, where um, Neuer made that mistake and um, Serbini scored that goal um, to the 1-1, to the half. Um, and, yeah, um, also Serbini is um, doing very well in the um, second Bundesliga now. He had... He scored six goals already this um, season in the league. Yes, it are um, five penalty goals, mm. but um, and one tap in, I think. But yeah, uh, he missed the pen Darmstadt. and yeah rebound to tap in. No, no, I mean the tap in against um, Darmstadt. He, oh uh, yeah. Didn't score that that um, fascinating goal just tap in from Furich. Yeah. Um. So yeah, his goals in the league aren't that. Um, Fascinating, but or good, but he is scoring the penalties for. Well, um, what's also quite important, even though penalties penalties are always yeah. hated. People um, say something like, "How many non-penalty goals do he score?" Yeah, but in the end, penalty goals are also goals. So yes, Hamburg's um, is like goals. that though as well. He he only scores tap-ins and pens. But but also quite important. So um, yeah, yes. exactly. And then he scored uh, scored three goals against Wiedenbrück in the first poker round. Of course, it's um, team playing in the fourth division, but also <laughs> still a hat trick. And yeah. um, then he scored one ga- uh, goal against um, Union now, where he won that duel against the Union player um, to get the ball in. You know what I mean? To get yeah. this um, 
to get the second shot. And, yeah. um, after Ingelson missed um, and Karius was saving the ball. Oh, from so, the corner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's all, uh, also, what um, I didn't hear that often, is that he's the um, top scorer of the DFB Pokal right now with four goals. Yeah. Um, yes, um, I think Lever yeah, Bayern, Leverkusen, Frankfurt players can still beat him uh, on the on this um, Pokemon because they still have to play. But yeah, right now he's the top scorer of the not not top scorer, top uh, goal scorer of the DFB Pokal. So um, yes, for me he's the man of the year. He scored five goals in the Bundesliga in the fir uh, first half of this year and um, six goals in the league um, this half of the year. And four goals in the uh, DFB Pokal. So for me, he's the man of the year. Yeah. Um, Especially after yeah. we uh, got them in the got him in the winter, and he's a new player for us. Not not a new player, but uh, he he came back. Played yeah. in, only played in the third division for us. Yeah. Especially coming from Norwich. Um, very important play for us. Now, final point. We'll talk about the most underrated player. A player that doesn't get much recognition but he's always very good quite easy one in my opinion Sean Lau yes of course um, because he is ooh, how should I say that I think he's the one of the best defenders in the second Bundesliga he's um, still underrated st uh, performing over years and um, I think if he, if he was fairly rated he never would still play for Paderborn the second division so yeah um I think he's leaving in the summer, unfortunately, because he wants to um, change to a club with higher ambitions than, than just Paderborn, with, uh, who are usually playing the second Bundesliga. So, um, yes, I think he's the most underrated player of the uh, year, and not only of the year of our club, Yeah. Sebastian Schondler. And final point, 2021 for Paderborn. What do you expect um, from the club? A Baumgart contract extension probably on the cards next year. Of course, I um expect a um cons contract extension. Uh, extension I think. Um, in the winter still, and um, yeah. already in the winter, I think um, yeah, Baumgart is staying. Like um, also I I can't I can't um I can't imagine that he's going to uh, leave us in the summer. Um, I think he's um, staying and con um, yeah, and extend his his um, contract 2022 or 2023. So um, then, what I also expect is um, con contact extensions of um, players, because most of the, our players who are currently in our squad. Um, are uh, yeah the contracts of them are going till 2021 what is quite um, worrying because they could leave us on the free transfer if they don't extend it now the contract now or if they leave in the winter so yeah i definitely um, expect extensions of singler and schallenberg because i can't imagine uh, leaving him, him leaving us um, after he played one year fast. Yes. 
Yeah, and I think that is the final point of the pod. Thank you, Marvin, for joining us. Thank you for listening. Um, and we will be back for the preview of Fortuna. We might have a new guest for that, but we'll see. But yeah, thank you for listening. Marvin, thanks for being on. Have a good new year. Hopefully 2021's better on the pitch and off the pitch with Corona. We'll see. But yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you probably on the 3rd of January for the or the 2nd. We'll see. We'll know who we've got in the Pokal. We'll be able to do talk about that as well. Um, and we'll also have a Baumgart press conference and maybe a new guest as well. Maybe Leon joining us too. So we might have four guests uh, for the pod. We'll see. So yeah. Thanks uh, for listening. Yeah, yeah. And Marvin, do you want to say a few words or buy or something? Mm, just want, I just want to say goodbye. So, uh, yes. All and right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Bye, everyone. See you.